0: Doing you know the music is that Halo time once again here on the cryptum with me, your host, Mike. How you all doing today? I hope everything's going good out there in the world of crazy that we live in. Anyways, uh before we kick off, I wanna say I hope everyone down uh facing these winter storms for the first time in the states. You know, you folks in Texas down south, um, welcome to the north for, for starters, you know. Welcome to everyday life for six months, (laughs) but also, uh, I hope everyone's all right. you know. If you're going to get more, be safe, take it slow, don't be stupid, Uh, don't try and rush in the vehicle, don't, don't, just don't do it, you know, if you're not comfortable, don't force yourself. Um, You guys don't have the the stuff set up like we do up here, and uh, I really hope everything's okay. I know we've been checking on our, in the 405th, we've been checking on the Southern and Southwest folks, they said rolling blackouts are stop are slowly stop being a thing. So yeah, that's a good thing, right? <laughs> and um, I hope everything was okay. No one was hurt. Um, and I, I'm actually kind of fearful for y'all when uh, your pipes unfreeze. I've seen some things from Dallas and Houston, and ooh, that's gonna be a nightmare. So just want to get that out and say, you know, every, thoughts are with everyone down there, and best of luck, really. Can't do much against Frozen things, because, trust me, you know how that goes. Um, But now we're going to move into the whole event, the whole podcast, the whole goodie bag. Halo news, right? What is Halo news? Because I would love to let you know, but there is none this week. So, I mean, you're going to be kind of looking at a whole big pile of no. (laughs) There is no Halo news. Especially as of last night at 1130. So, you know... But in good news, though, next week it means we're going to have Halo Infinite news. They said usually the last Thursday of the month. Well, it's the last Thursday of the month. Next week. Oh, give me that Halo news of Infinite. Wait, order should be giving me that infinitely awesome Halo news. Oh. <laughs> so anywho we're gonna move into the 405 stuff and you know it seems like a semi-dry week um the big the big 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 news is gonna be right at the end of it so surprisingly i didn't see much from angus this week uh i think he had a busy busy week in school and all that you know good for him though taking a little breather um i knew he was messing with the mark mark 6 helmet um until Valhalla actually got his hands on some foam clay Finally came into him And he was filling in gaps and fixing a suit On his uh, ODST thighs Which if you have ever built a pair of ODST thighs They are a freaking nightmare Or better yet, they're a goddamn fucking nightmare You know, whatever you want to say i trying to take the Lord's name in vain That's one thing I've heard all the time So if I offended anyone, sorry But with that said He's doing a good job on that, and there's another person, a surprise up-and-comer, making his ODST armor. I can't believe it, because it's Purple Hazy. He's working on Halo. He's building a suit. (laughs) It's the end of times. Quick, someone find Jesus and put him back in the hole. (laughs) No, 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 no. What it is, is in the 405th, Purple is the guy to make a lot of stuff and never finish it. And the fact that he's working on his ODST armor to finish it is just downright awesome. So, congrats, Purple, on getting that far, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how you do. And, uh, you know, go pick up some contact cement. <laughs> we yelled at him the other day for it, too. He's using super glue right now. So, I mean, you know, you can use super glue. Um, You can use CA with a booster. You know, whatever. Um, a lot of us prefer the contact cement because of the flex vector. So, and in that too with Purple, he has been pushing out models once again. He is a modeling machine, man. He's been putting things up on his Thingiverse. So, if you are interested in it, go look for Purple Hazy on Thingiverse. Give him a follow. You too can pick up, you know, Monster Hunter stuff, Mass Effect stuff, Halo stuff. You know, who knows what you can be picking up. It's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool stuff. And honestly, you know, I definitely think about picking up a couple things to print. Once I get rolling on this commission. Oh, yeah. My commission's going to be starting soon. So this weekend is get the measurements in and get everything set up and wait for the last couple payments before I start working. And now we are on to, I believe Fallen was working on some more of her stuff, too. I didn't see pictures, but I believe she said in voice chat she's going to start getting the other forearm and stuff done for her uh, reach armor. So kudos. Congrats. Congratulations. Um, Pagan Boy said he's also going to work on the ODST vest this week, uh, this weekend. So, I'm hoping to see some pictures of that, which, you know, more, more progress pictures are always awesome in my book. In addition, we're also looking at, um, really didn't do much this week. He kind of kept on the DL, um, hasn't unfolded. I think he's taking a little time off, which is good, you know. Take a little breather break, uh, especially with the red hood he was working on. Um, Jeff W., the man that goes in and gives us all these Halo goodies that we love, he's been working pretty tirelessly as well, um, actually pulled out the Grizzly tank, and got it fixed up, and it's ready to print, so if you want your own Grizzly tank, make sure you hop in the Discord, alright, and, uh, as for me, like I said, I'm just starting some stuff for... Uh, The next commission, which is a George build. So this ought to be entertaining. Actually, I almost forgot, and this is the most important part of the whole freaking 405th news. As of Sunday, Valentine's Day the 14th, Turbo dropped in the juicy, the big freaking ODST files on his Etsy store, which is Skookum Props. If you want your own ODST to print, check out the accessories, get a helmet, do whatever, head over to and Props, and buy some of his awesome, awesome work, his models. He has accessory packs, helmet packs, shoulder packs, the backpack pack. There's a tongue twister for you. How much, how much, how much can a backpack pack, can a backpack pack, 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 pack? <laughs> So, and uh, you know, you can get a choice between like a Mickey set, you can get all Mickey stuff, you can get all the dares. He even has the Dare armor set in there for Oni operatives. So if you're looking for that, be sure to check out Skook and props. And on that, I mean other than that, uh I don't think I have too much. I really don't think I have too much more. I can give um in Halo Newsway. Or four oh fifth Halo News. <laughs> um and if I miss anything, to anyone out there, I'm sorry. Um, I did quick run through the Discord and couldn't find much. And if I go through the forums, it's gonna we're going to be here for an hour just going over the Discord or forums. So, too, you know, you've heard the tale, but I'm going to run it by every time. If you want to join these lovely folks or just come in and chat with us, make sure you join the com. That's our forums. Register. And you're a member. There's no need for armor. There's no need for anything. You can be a member that loves Halo and goes to cons and handles helps us with armor. You know you're one of the most important people in my book coming into a convention. And you can also there find a link to our Discord in the forums, so that way you too can socialize, join in the fun and the laughs and the jokes. Kind of like you know when we sit there like, oh, there's a forum. Someone tell Rock Lobster we need to know if they're up or down. Um, it's just run, those kind of running gags, you know. Or the fact that Purple never finishes anything. You know, and other things. I'm forgetting some of them. (laughs) But, that's that. And actually, as of last night, official events going on, last night was the Halo 3 Marine Gang Rise Up on the Twitch stream. Sorry, I didn't know what date it was specifically. I never got a response. So, you know, it was last night with... uh, Turbo Yip Flap and uh, Turbo Charizard. They had fun making some Halo 3 armor. Which they look really, it looked really nice when I joined in to talk to them. And this Saturday... <laughs> I feel like I need to do the announcer thing for Attica. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. February 27th. Get your battle rifles out. It's the Colonial vs. Mountain Regiment game night. <laughs> it's going to be uh, normal times. like well, it was, so... Central Time for a lot of people 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain 4.30 Pacific Uh, It's going to be broadcast on twitch.tv backslash 405th Halo, that's two H's and, you know, we're going to see if Colonial can keep the crown right now or if Mountain's going to take it In addition, we've heard rumor that, that the Canadian Regiment might be throwing down next with the winners, so we'll see what happens there and, uh That's basically it for all your localized 4 news. We're going to take it over to sports with John... Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm having a little fun here, folks. Come on. Uh, Leave me to my madness. That's all I can say. So, we're going to kick it off. And now, episode 8 is kind of a a little bit of a a basic thing. We're going to go over, in a retrospect, in an objective and subjective view of the one, the OG bad boy himself, we're talking Halo Combat Evolved, booyah, hold me, (laughs) Uh, if you know the legendary ending you know what that's from, so as everyone knows we're coming up on 20 years on November 15th, 20 years of Halo, holy shite, That is amazing, guys and gals. I am ecstatic to hear. We got 20 years. Halo Infinite's coming out around 20 years, probably. I'm I'm telling you, November 16th. That is the day. That is the day, I'm telling you, we're going to have. And if I'm right, you have no idea how happy I'm going to (laughs) be. So, we're going to talk that OG Combat Evolved campaign retrospective and also look in a little bit of the multiplayer just in a base of how it is... How it was then, versus how it could handle now. And, you know, if you're looking at nowadays gameplay, Halo multiplayer... um, We're going to start off with this objective-subjective, by the way. Objectively, Halo multiplayer does not hold up. It is horrible spawns, weapons... Some weapons are so overpowered. Everyone gets a sniper rifle base in the beginning of the game. It's called a pistol. You know, it is so broken in the standards we expect from a shooter today. Subjectively, it is at the time was one of the best multiplayer's out there. Four player co-op, you can link Xboxes or four player multiplayer co-op whatever and you can link the Xboxes together to increase the size. So you could actually bring in four Xboxes, four TVs and you can do 8v8 games. Or just a full 16-on-16... You know, 16-player free-for-all. (laughs) 16-on-16. When did that happen? Now, you know... For what Halo CE brought to the table in 2001... It was awesome. Now, do I think Halo CE can hold up to the testament of time? No. Halo CE has aged poorly. (laughs) Multiplayer-wise, it's pretty rough. Uh, I mean, OG players... Can wipe the floor with anyone at that point, point. And, and this is true even with my lag that I had um, when we played against Midwest. I was kicking some ass, <laughs> and that's with a pistol. You know, you know, and that's the thing is when she, you OG players can probably just fall back into it. The new guys, you know, anyone from Halo Three, or well, probably even Halo Reach and up, they don't really understand the, the dynamics that was Halo Combat Evolved. So, really, you know, but that's the multiplayer. That's it, it was not really a full functioning thought. It was just get some buddies and be idiots, you know. Because you had to go over to someone's house. You didn't have to deal with servers and latencies and all this and that. You just hopped in. You went to town. I mean, granted, yeah, when we got Halo on the PC, that was a different story. But that was later on in the years, you know. You didn't have it right away. So... Halo campaign Halo Combat Evolves campaign. I think as the best one of the best stories ever narrated in a Halo. It was for the time amazing. And that's for a lot of good reasons. I mean, you know, you didn't get much information with Halo Combat Evolved. And even when I started back in Halo two, I started in two thousand and five playing Halo. You know. But what were what you know you know, so Alright, you know, we're going to go right into it. It, it had a, an interesting story base. I mean, when you have it, and I have the game disc right here in my hand. You know, that's the that's the big thing. And the story so far section of the manual, right at the end it goes, Existing Spartan 2 soldiers are recalled to reach for further augmentation. The plan, board a Covenant vessel with the improved Spartan 2s and learn the location of the Covenant homeworld two days before the mission begins. Uh, covenant forces strike Reach and annihilate the colony. The, pill- the Covenant are now on Earth's doorstep. One ship, the Pillar of Autumn, escapes with the last Spartan 2 and makes a blind jump into deep space, hoping to lean the Covenant away from Earth. That right there, folks, was one of the biggest things. When Halo came out, all you knew is Master Chief, or, well, this Spartan, was the last of his kind, you know? all these super soldiers and there's one left. That that was a story that Bungie gave us, you know? And that's what we had to stick to. And when you're going through the whole book, you know, it tells you the species you're dealing with. So, you know, the, the elites, the jackals, you know, the basic OG playing of grunts, jackals, elites, and hunters. And then you have, you know, going about your armor, your HUD, what's that like? Um, you're through. You're skimming through it. Weapon indicators, your health and shield indicators, motion tracker, zoom. You know, it goes right on through a lot of it. it Gives you quick details about pistols and grenades and the assault rifle. You know, all your weapons that you're gonna see. You know, that you're gonna be able to use, which is pretty cool. You know, you didn't. You don't get that much anymore. You don't get the full, the full package because now with our medias and all that, it's pretty expansive goes on to the multiplayer, you know. Um, oh yeah. This this one was funny. I never knew about this till uh, about when I graduated high school in 06. You know, getting an edge on the game. Xbox automated game tips available 7 days a week including holidays, 24 hours a day. Call call. And it was a 900 number and it was 95 cents a minute. That is funny. You know, looking at Microsoft going after all that money all that good goodness. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I mean, so, just to say, when you're looking at the manual alone, it's it's kind of funny. You can see this big old little mini pamphlet inside of it, you know? Um, you know, and then even on the back of the book, when you look at it, you are the last of your breed. You are the last of your kind. Bred for combat, built for war... You are the master of any weapon, pile of any vehicle. You fear no enemy. So, I have a couple things to say about that. (laughs) But it's funny when you're looking at a Halo Halo CE case right in my hand right now. And here's the kicker. on The bottom of it, this is the game of the year when I bought, um, when I had my Xbox. I never gotten rid of this. IGN.com 2002... Electronic Gaming Monthly 2002, Xbox Official Magazine, and IS? I remember. But at the very bottom, from Electronic Game Gaming Monthly 2002, the killer app for the Xbox. I didn't know a game was an app. <laughs> so there's a lot that can be said about Halo Combat Evolved. You know, but really, what what sold the game was the story at first. You know, people got into the story of how is this, what's this, what's going on. So, I mean, that that all in all, I think, because this is what my friends told me when I started playing Halo. Was, oh, well you gotta play that campaign, man. You gotta get a little understanding. You're gonna get the basic controls. Okay, you know. So when I kicked it off, I, you know, loaded up got the ship floating going through space heading for this big circular world or installation I'm going to say I didn't think it was even a world at the time you know um, so here we are we're starting the mission you know Oh, there's keys and Cortana talking about the the ring world people are shuffling around that whole hangar bay thing was pretty cool too you know for all you green horse I want to see coming up close today's your lucky day that line, too, man. And, you know, and the fact that did Johnson unintentionally gave Johnson multiple different lines in each difficulty was hilarious. Alright? And, I don't remember them all. But, hmm. But that's what YouTube's for. You know, so if you are looking at knowing what Johnson did, or what he said, go on YouTube. Go on YouTube. You'll, you'll find it all. Halo 1, Halo 2... I think Halo, yeah, Halo 3 in the beginning, you know, so they always had fun with Johnson giving out lines, and that was pretty freaking awesome, and so then you're going to go in, you're, gonna, you're, you see this green-suited, mother, badass motherfucker in a cryopod, and thing comes across the display, oh, crack the hush casket, oh, yep, opening, you know, he's warm, popping the pins, Yada yada. yadda, you wake up, you hop out of the cryopod. And if you're on easy or normal, you go through the whole targeting indication, shield charge indicator, etc, etc. But if you hop right into heroic, it was get up, move, follow that marine. Don't follow the marine. Jump across the pipes, go across. Go through the back hallway. Yeah, he dies anyway. We know how that goes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So, you know, then you, you run through the halls with no weapon. You're ducking, you're running, you're dodging plasma. There's attacks from all sorts of ways. Tons of engineers are dying. And they're not even red shirts, man. That's the messed up thing. They're not redshirts. <laughs> and, and, and actually, I think they're white in Combat uh, Evolved Anniversary. So, I might talk a little bit in comparison, by the way, between um, CE and CEA. Um, so, bear bear with me on some things. So, um, most of the engineers are all yellow, yellow uh, engineer stuff, you know? And so, <laughs> They died, they died pretty quick. So, you know, well, here we are, we're doing the hallway, we jump over, you know, you met that one Marine, sir, Captain wants on the bridge ASAP, you run through, or you like me and you jump over his head because he's blocking the door, thanks Bungie, run in, meet Captain Keys, you know, Captain Keys, you know, you get the pistol from the Captain, I don't keep it loaded, son. How the hell do you not keep a pistol loaded during a wartime event? Why would you not keep a pistol loaded? I mean, what is the point? You always have to have your weapon loaded. Because you never know what the hell is going to happen. I just, I just always shook my... I, still to this day, it annoys me for some reason. It's just really poor writing. Because when as soon as you get to the end of the hall, boom, there you go. Look, at, I got ammo to kill these three grunts. Magically, There's no ammo pack. No nothing there. You just... Oh, I got ammo. Are you shitting me right now? I remember once upon a time someone said, Oh, well, it's because Master Chief has ammo pouches in his front. Who the hell is going to go into cryo sleep with ammo pouches? That's going to ruin the freaking bullet. I know, I'm going too far in depth on it. Da, 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 but I'm just saying. That's kind of, you know, stupid in my book. <laughs> but... So then, you know, you kill the grunts. You go in, you pick up the the um, MA-5B assault rifle, and you just start going after all the grunts and the elites at the end of the... on the one side. And then you kill them, you turn down, and you're going after these two groups at the other end of the cafeteria. Now, on heroic, that is entertaining, because grenades are flying everywhere. So if you want a freaking hilarious laugh, and you want to see that end of that cafeteria clear out quick, put Catch Skull on, do it on Heroic. It is the funniest freaking thing I've ever seen because I literally watched six grenades go into one location from Marines. That was hilarious. Because you just hear, (laughs) ah, from the Elite getting blown up. It was so funny. I mean, it's actually one of my fun ones to do. Um, You know, MCC requires you to beat certain things. I do the first mission on Halo C and Heroic, and I just run. It's really not that hard of a level, even on the higher difficulties. I remember it with Legendary. The only hard part I remember facing was the stairwell in the center and the two corner battles you got to deal with with Elites. That was the hardest part. Everything else is pretty much straight corridors and straight-up regular combat. Pop the grunts in the face and keep moving. You know, it's, it's it's not a hard thing to deal with. But when you get into larger groups of them, you got to watch out for those grenades, you know. So, and the Marines generally die in that stairwell too. So, you know how it is. You're moving, you're grooving through the halls. You just pop, pop, grenade throws. Uh, then you have to go through the maintenance, which honestly, I want to talk about that. In a objective view, the hallways was a nice touch. In a subjective view. I was kind of mad about it, because I'm like, Oh man, now we got to, like, melee everything, because you can't really get many shots off. And it was just basically all it was is a loading area, you know? They couldn't figure out how to do this and that, so they gave you a loading area to repeat some of the aesthetics, Cause you got to figure back then, a lot of things were reused. Bungie reused a lot of assets to carry on levels, and it's true, or, you know, like, I'll get to this actually at the end, but... So here we go, we're you know, going through them. We if you're on normal, you have to take a longer route, assassinate some grunts, you know, then you can get into the fight. And if you're on heroic or legendary, you just straight out can walk out and peck a grunt in the face with a sticky grenade. That's awesome. <laughs> and the funniest little touch they added was when the sometimes when a grunt was stuck, it would go into this panic frenzy like the Marines did, and just start running around and run back to its allies. That was a good way to clear out a lot of enemies, so it was fun. I mean, I don't know, just those silly little touches, you know, the elites and all them. You couldn't understand the elites, but you can understand the grunts. Enemy, <laughs> you know, and then the elites are, or, or, or uh, you're never gonna understand them. And then Halo Two, you could, but that's that's another topic for another day. Another topic, another day. Hmm. Yes, enjoyable. So you know we're we're looking at <clears throat> my apologies. So we're looking at a lot of that weird stuff that made that game entertaining, I guess you could say. And that was the biggest thing is the wart 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 came from a lot. You know, I don't know how many times I'll hop into a, a craft chat or something in four or and be like wart 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 wart, and everyone's like, oh, there's no an elite here, or who who did the wart? <laughs> So, it, it's just overall, you know, that you get your introduction to the two the two ones you're really going to see the most, which were grunts and elites. Then, you know, you get through there, you get to the end, you've got the grenade hucking area, you kill the one red elite, you get all the grunts, and then you get the cutscene, Master Chief grabbing the Marine, throwing him into the drop pod. You know, door closes, you shoot out. The, the one marine freaking know I'm not dying out here, sir. Chief him. you know. I want to point out, too, that was like... They never really gave Chief a full concept of humanity, of his humanity, till later on. But I thought that was the most human emotion Chief showed at that time, between the original three games. You know, and at first I was like, wow... He's actually not that bad of a super soldier because I'm, you know, most games portray a super soldier as this harbinger, soulless, badass of death. You know, and he just pats him on the shoulder like it's going to be okay. I still like the theory of they're all dead because Master Chief bounced around in there like a pinball. So, you know, it's possible. But, anyways. So then we move into Halo, you know, the second level, you crash-landed, you're the only survivor, you poke your head out, and then here we are on this huge, expansive ring world, man, and you think you can go everywhere. I remember jumping down, going over to the waterfall where on CEA, there's a skull in that waterfall, you know, dealing with any drop pods that would come crashing down, crossing the bridge working my way up the hill, popping the banshees. Now I remember in C E A they had taken out both ban, taking out all these banshees in Halo. What I did is I focused on the one in the back that wasn't attacking me. And let the one in the front kind of shoot at me while I'm jumping around. Because that pistol would take out a banshee pretty pretty quick. And then you know move to the second banshee if he was still close enough. And you gotta make sure that second banshee can't get away. Because you actually would get an achievement for taking out four, I think it was four Banshees in that level. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Anyway, so you know, you, you do the whole deal. You walk through up the hill. You land, jump down. Oh, oh, here's Johnson and these group of Marines. You got to kill off these ways of Covenant, and then the Warhawk drops in. This is Echo 419. You know our motto: We deliver. Um, <laughs> sorry, Echo 419 was actually a lot of fun. I thought, and. uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, who did not like the fact that Bro Hammer's Pelican is Echo 314? I'm sorry, I heard that the other day, I was like, wait a minute, Echo 314? Really, can we not be original? We, do we have to fall in suit with another Echo? I don't want him to die, I like the last Echo. Um, <laughs> It's just a simple thing, usually you work on Master Chief, you're going to die. I'm just saying. Um unless you're blue team. Well we don't know that where is blue team. So anyways, um and if anyone's saying, well what about Linda or was it Linda or Kelly? I don't remember right now. I'm having a brain it was Linda. You know. Linda is not trapped in the cryopod in the autumn that was ejected into orbit. You gotta read the book to understand that. So before anyone goes on about Linda being on the pillar of autumn shush you shush we're not here to talk about that lore aspect we're talking about the game crap which i just lost but so here we are and you know you're you're running through the this world this and echo 419 comes in and drops a warthog off the first time you look i get the drive man and that thing could drift like it was tokyo drift going out of style I'm sorry. Those vehicles, man. Whew. It was like uh, Drift Mode cranked to 9,000. Let's go. And then the scanning. This cave is not a natural formation. No shit. It doesn't look like a rock. It looks like metal. <laughs> Thanks, Cortana. Of course, too, you got to remember about... The biggest catch for me for Halo CE is the... Lines they were just given the con- the lines any contacts and they had to record, so that's why a lot of times Cortana's voice or any other character's voice doesn't really sync up to that of what's going on in the in the um, in the animation or in the mo- game part itself. You know, this is two thousand one, folks. They had to hustle to get this done. You know, <laughs> so you know you're you're doing. Doing that in the second level, you're gonna go rescue other marine pods. Well, guess what? This is where you meet the jackals. When you get to the light, that little light bridge in the next area, jackals. Uh, you find them as annoying then, as you do now. They overcharge plasma pistol shots. They take out your hell, your shields. They would damage your health. They do all sorts of annoying BS, and they dodge. And oh god, jackals are the worst thing ever. I hate jackals. No, everyone's like, I, I'm look. Like, I'll get there, but I can list that off in another episode. <laughs> so here we are, you know, we're going through, we're talking, you know, you rescue... Now, this is fun. You can actually choose the pattern in which you rescue everyone. You got the cliff front, you got the rock slide, and then you... I um, uh, have one was it, by the head of a river, which I think that was... No, yeah, by the head of the river. So, okay. I generally just take Take the cliff, go to the rock slide, and then from the rock slide go over to the, the ones up on the hillside. You know what? That's fine. Now, the, the cliff side one was always fun. You clear out the top, you go into the bottom, you can deal with the jackals, the marines would come up. You know, you get another wave of Covenant. You kill that, you get another wave of Covenant, you kill the wave of Covenant, and then it's just... Okay, we'll pick up, Gone. Oh, you need another Warthog in case you lost your Warthog or something. Boom, here's a new Warthog. Yay, Marines too. drive off. Now, don't forget that first drop pod that crash gave you a sniper rifle. If you went to that drop pod first. So take that sniper rifle with you. Go to the next area that has a sniper rifle. Which I would go, actually, to the river face to get more ammo. I'd use it. I'd kick living daylights and everything. And then go to the rock slide. Because the rock slide is pretty entertaining. Each one brought you the sniper rifle. So now on this level... You, you are now introduced to Jackals and Snipers and warhogs. That was cool. Okay, yep, we got it. We're going to you save all the Marines. It was a pretty cool level, I thought. I thought Halo was one of the most entertaining levels in CE because it was so expansive and you felt like you, you had a choice as a player compared to the overly scripted events and directions you had to go given at the time in 2001. Now... You know we're going from here we're moving forward you know um what was the truth and reconciliation was next you had a whole sniper mission you had a lot of ammo you had turrets and elites and needlers and jackals oh active camo showed up you know so when you drop in you know master chief will take up the left when he gives the signal you will engage so you start trying to pop off as many of these enemies as you can as quietly as you can the biggest thing is to get all of them in the air. you got to get those turrets knocked out, and you got to get those jackals as fast as possible. There's always one jackal in the back corner, and he's a pain in the ass to get to without being seen. So, I literally, I'm like, three in the front, get the elite, get the turret, get the jackal, get the, the other couple grunts, get the jackal, turn, get that turret. When I move all the way down, you literally want to just fan when you're going through that area, and then you shoot out, and you come up to the ridge, and you got the other grunts and stuff coming in once they come in, and it, it just, it's a mess, you know, it really is a big old mess of stuff, and I i won't lie, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, this whole man, we're on a sniper espionage kind of thing, we're going to under the pitch of night, we're going to sneak in, well, you really don't ever truly sneak in, because... You get waves and drop ships and things like that. So the ship was alerted you're coming. I mean... So, you know, you're doing your thing. You know, and you meet the turrets for the first time. And those things can shred you on higher difficulties. They're not fun. I hate them. Sticky grenades are your best friend. So, you know, you do that. You get through there. You get through that whole dip cavern thing. I hated that freaking corridor on higher difficulties. Because if a Marine... Saw something, he would hawk a grenade. And that was the most dangerous spot in the world. It was funny on co-op. Because if someone was injured, you stick them and let them run them in. You know, or you would stick them and let them run in. And they'd basically be your your player bomb. It was hilarious. I don't know how many times I heard, <laughs> And my buddy would respawn on me like, Okay, I'm good. I got full health. You need a weapon? Yeah, I'm gonna grab my sniper rifle. You know, he goes grab grabs the sniper rifle and you know, all this and that. It was... It was so funny, but you had to make sure you didn't move if you uh, if they left their sniper or somewhere not get close to it because you'd pick up their ammo, and then they'd be down ammo. Now, the most horrifying thing next to the later on part was when those hunters came down that lift. I'm like, oh, okay, bang, 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 bang. Hunters! I'm like, okay, bang. The hell... They are armored, they are mean Okay, no, I played Halo 2 So I knew what hunters were, but I'm looking at this as a Perspective of First time playing, I was like, oh shit And getting around them Sometimes was difficult Because they would move, they'd get some good distance On a lunge run, you know uh, so you know, clear them out. I usually just hop in the turret and just lay waste to them on the lower difficulties. Higher difficulties, yeah, you want to get some skill in that shit. You want to pick off all the low guy, all the little guys, and then work up to the hunters. And then if you lost all your marines, Echo Four Nineteen would gladly bring you some more reinforcements, and you go up the lift. Here you are in the belly of the beast, truth and reconciliation, and what happens? A Freaking invisible sword elite comes running in. Come on. Killing me, Smalls. That was so BS on higher difficulties because there would be two of them. But, man, it it gave you that pulse-pounding sensation. And then enemies would run in. You're killing them. You're going through the halls, blasting your way through. You get, you know, all the way up into the bridge. Now, the one thing is, if you had the sniper rifle still at this point, you want to pop that freaking gold elite in the face as fast as possible. As he come running across the freaking place Now In Halo Combat Evolved It was hard to see invisible enemies That literally blended in I mean I had to take an estimate Half the time when it came to the invisible Elite shooting it with a sniper rifle Now in Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary CEA Oh uh, yeah CEA You could see them a little bit because it was the reach Engine over top of this so you know you can Oh there they are bam so, when someone was invisible in CE, they were invisible. It was freaking hard as hell to see. So, you know, we do that. You get through the truth and reconciliation. Then, it, you know, you go ahead and go for keys. save keys. You know, and the worst thing is higher difficulties. Oh my god, all the needlers would hold on keys. So, like, you had to be, like, freaking quick and draw McGraw and bam, 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 all the way through. And then you had more invisible elites. When you get back to the bridge and they killed everyone in there, Oh, god, that was so awful because they were sword elites too. So okay, here we are. We get that done. Congrats, kudos, yeehaw. And then the next step, you know, the fun part. You know, you get back to the ship. You release the clamp. What I would do is I just make a beeline for it. Release the clamp. Kill, and a couple enemies would die. And then it would trigger the cutscenes. You would not have to combat everything. So that's what I would do. And, you know, we'll, so we dealt with that. And then you move on to Silent Cartographer. And that was um, fun. <laughs> the beach storming thing was so cool. I won't lie. It was so much fun to storm that beach. And run on through everything and do all that. Um, I had to actually do the, the glitches instead a following I would backtrack, get to the security room, unlock everything, and then go to the silent cartographer. I didn't have to deal with all that BS. You know, it just saved some time. Um, but, you know, when you're first playing it, you follow the suit, you go to there, you go all the way down, the gold elite closes the door, and you're just like, mmm, thanks, dick. So then here you are, you have to backtrack all the way through, and if you brought the warthog down there, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> first time I ever played it I took that warthog with me that warhog was going to go all the way baby but so we you know then we had the backtrack security room you deal with all the combat and the worst thing is you, you had to deal with another set of hunters hunters man why you know but it, again it wasn't hard they gave us an overshield they gave us some pistol ammo and assault rifle ammo you know fun times so, from there, you know, you go through the depths, kill the things, keep going, you're working your way down. There was actually a shortcut to drop down a level. To get, I can't remember where it is anymore on the sides. To drop down, basically, and skip half the combat. So, if you knew where you had to walk to, you could literally just do, 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 you know, do a Mario thing, taking the pipes all the way down, you know. Or, there are some people who are really good to take it from all the way up top. Know where to land and get that overshield and not die. Freaking insane people, man. People learning these trick jumps. But it would, it would save you so much time. And the worst you had to do was deal with it on your way back up. And, you know, I I once got down there that way, but I never could pull it off since. So, you know, you know how that goes. You fight everything, work your way down, turn on the cartographer. And then you're going to work your way back up. Alright. You just get swarms of enemies. You didn't really face another... Oh. You did face another hunters inside. This mission... I swear it got so hunter heavy. I was like, oh my god. Are we done with hunters? I'm tired of these guys. They're a pain. They're annoying. Especially in the little areas. Like in the security room. Hunters. When you got done with that. You had invisible elites. When you were going down the cryptographer, Hunters. When you got done with the cartographer, there were more hunters. How many hunters do we? Oh, and there were hunters outside guarding, going into the cartographer. If you went the normal more out, there are just there are so many hunters in this mission. It will like you literally hate hunters by the end of it. I hated hunters. I'm like I, they're just annoying. They needed to just, no. <laughs> so then we're sitting here, you know, we're looking at combat of all, you know, the combat going on, going all the way up. You get through, you're about to take the doorway back up top, and then there's the gold elite. Now, remind you, there were rocket launchers you could pick up right the security room. This is why I do the security room first before I, you know, I have rockets saved up to deal with extra hunter problems. Security room, go get the hunters, yadda yadda yeah move forward, get it done, awesome. Sweet, freaking mama jamma, yeah, I'm at the top of the lo- Get to the top, there's invisible Elites again. Oh gone! <laughs> That's exactly how I fell. I was like, God get me. eat a rocket. Um kill them, and then as the enemy drop ship leaves, Echo 419 comes flying in, you hop in, you take off, and then you get you're flying through the tunnel, basically deal. Cortana, uh, Cortana, these coordinates right? This is underground. <laughs> I'm like, don't talk to Cortana. Don't, don't you, don't you back sass Cortana. She knows what she's talking about. This is why I liked Cortana. Um, and then we had so much other little things going on with that. You fly up and assault on the control room. I ran for a turret because the turret killed everything coming out of that doorway. There was no scripting of the of the. Enemies not going out because they just they were set to go out and attack. So you can just mow everything down in the turret. You start moving through the tunnels. You go across bridges. You fight jackals and sword elites. And there was so much throughout this whole level. And I mean, like it was so huge. That was the biggest thing. Uh, it was just the sheer size of it. And everybody that I knew loved the scale of this level because of how big it was. How expansive it was. So you know you you know how if you played it, I mean you know how it went. You went through all the tunnels, you went through all the walkways, and down fighting hunters. Yeah, you fought you fought hunters at some point in there. I'm having a brain fart when it was. I want to say it was before. No, it was now. Anyways, so when you come down when you get down through you know Z- uh, fire team Zulu would show up when you enter that first bridge and it was Johnson and them. They go land dropping warthogs and stuff. There was a way to actually jump from down from that bridge down from there, land on another rock slide on a rock to stop your fall damage counter and just basically you would slide down the mountain face to get down there. And I wish I could remember it. I don't. But apparently there's another glitch now too to get past that even faster. So praise those that can do it. I can't. Anyways, you know, you meet up with Zulu, you get a sniper, you get a rocket, you get a warthog. You're dealing with a wraith for the first time, a tank. So, you know, you saw these wraiths in Truth and Reconciliation. They were just in corners and they were sitting there. Okay, you know, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, you had to deal with hunters in that, too. Hunters. That was like, they're just bungees big way saying, ha, big guy, have fun. So, you know, you dealt with that. You were your way down through and now here we are running on a warthog for a little bit and then there it is the scorpion tank once you got past that area and you'd hop in four marines would load up on that freaking treads and usually johnson with a sniper and man were you wrecking shit the turret the the turret was inaccurate as all hell but it definitely did a job against infantry and the cannon took a bit to reload. And, you know, I want to point out, that was the coolest thing. Having a cannon reload animation to know when you had your next shot. That was cool. The tank did not handle the best in my book, but it was still a pretty cool tank. So you could go up the path dead ahead of you or go off to the path on the left. I always took the left because I get a jump on the Wraith faster. And that's what you would do. And you had Wraiths bombarding you at this entranceway from the back. You could maybe get them... And so it was overall, the little bits they did in these open areas of combat were intense because you had armor and war and uh, enemies, infantry enemies that can still damage your health and shields with a charged plasma shot. Uh, more hunters. <sighs> then you had to open up these big blast doors to get through, and you get this open area. Now, if you proceeded directly across the bridge, there were more hunters. But there was more combat, you know. And if you veered off right with the tank, and then you had to blast a turret across the way. But there was some Marines that were fighting hunters that died. And you could pick up a rocket launcher and stuff. Man, you know how nice it is? And the rocket launcher didn't have a decay rate. So it was a straight shot. I actually would pick it up and snipe with that that darn thing to see at the time of dealing with the hunters. So then, you know, get across, open up the blast door, do that, go up top. Yeah, you go through another cave system. You go up this huge freaking hill. That was so annoying. And you see uh, spirits dropping in, enemies, and ghosts. Oh, yeah, you got ghosts, too, in this level. forgot about that. Um, so, you know, you deal with that. You get them taken care of. Yay. Move on to the next part. And this area, I hate this area to this day. Because you had an elite inside if you wanted to go get something. So, it's just... It's whatever. You know, with it, and... Bungie got to the point where they were adding so much annoying... It, when I say annoying, I don't mean like I hated it annoying. I mean, it was just... Oh, God! You're gritting your teeth and despair. You keep forgetting about them sometimes. So, at this point, I'd make sure I have at least one rocket in the two. And... This is why I think Halo CE still stands a testament of time. is because you do... When you're playing you just get that teeth gritting annoyance That is Halo When the campaign goes sometimes Now you know You deal with that you do your thing You know and you get to the bottom of it Finally you're through you get to the bottom And you're getting closer to the control room Thank you lord This is getting better Then they got this cave at the bottom With two hunters So Take the tank down Kill them now, I will point out, full speed in that tank going down that embankment, bad idea. Bad idea. I mean, PC, you can handle it because you can whip your controls faster. But unless you're playing on uh, Sensitivity 10, and eh- not going to work. You will roll off of, that, off of that in that tank, and you will probably die. Uh, trust me, personal experience. So, here we go, you know, rolling down that hill. Shh. Tank, bam. Can't go any farther with the tank because they got a, the entranceway blocked off in its cave. Pick up that active camo, go through with a sword or with uh, the rocket launcher and wait for the stupid sword elite to come bolting through and blast him with a the rocket. Then you run through, you mow everything down that you can, you get up top. There's a wraith pegging you from the distance, there's a banshee flying in, there's a, a ghost and all this and that. Now it looks like a refueling station or doorways down below. So really deal with the banshee, deal with the ghosts and the turrets. I forgot about those. You know, get it all taken care of. If you want, run down that ravine. Because there, I know there's at least a, an elite down there. I think he's a red elite. You kill him, you can take the, the ghost. Or you can walk down the halls and get a med pack and more rocket ammo. Go all the way back up, take care of that wraith. If you haven't already. Which actually, I think the, the wraith, yeah, I used to take care of that wraith. Um, and, you know, go through that doorway... Do the whole tunnels and sleeping grunts and elevators and all this stuff now, um, you know it's just basically Tunnel Boogaloobe too. You know you just go through it all, and eventually you're gonna pop out at the control room, well the walkway bridge over the control room. If you can be, if you have a rocket still at this point, hit that freaking elite and take that banshee, and then you can just skip the rest of the level. But if you didn't skip half the level, you have to go through, get away from the Banshees, kill all the enemies on the bridge, go back down through another couple things, pop out at the bottom. Now, this is the interesting part. If you come out at the bottom, there is a ghost. You can take that and go kill the Wraith, maybe. That Wraith actually is a pretty good shot. If you do that, you can take care of the Banshees. Now, this is an interesting part, because you have hunters on the control room to go up, you have tons of enemies the whole way, and in addition to that, you know, you have a lot you gotta, a lot you gotta deal with and tackle, so, when I, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that, that that's, that's nice, son of a bitch, <laughs> that's why I take the mansion, skip it, get right to the gate, go all the way through, and... The Banshee can actually knock out some enemies. I believe there was a gold elite in there with a sword when you open up the control room door. Go through. You fight a couple more. Open up the last one. Cutscene starts. Bam. Now we roll into the next level with, um, you know, hunting down Captain Keys. A signal went quiet. Going to this swamp. You see, the cutscene starts when you're coming in and Jackals and Grunts are running away from something or someone and then the pelican just comes in you drop off you do all that you get through that level going into this bunker and okay the creepiest thing is still to this day was the the fog effect that they give and you just saw this figure when you're coming across that big tree because you just work through the kill the grunts kill the jackals jump on this tree walk across and you see, like, combat, something shooting out of here, grunts and jackals pouring out, things exploding, and you're just trying to understand what the heck is going on. Down an elevator, you deal with that. Now, the creepiest thing I thought was when, before you got to the, the Marine going, you know, <whistles> was batshit crazy, was that blood all over in that wall. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? The ambience they set up in this level alone to the reveal that they gave was awesome for a 2001 game. This whole level was written so well. And the events, and the tension, the build-up to what's going on. you trying to understand what happened to Sergeant Johnson. What happened to Captain Keys and the team that they brought down. You know, poor Mendoza. You know, so we get through the whole thing. We finally get to our destination. You know, you did fight a couple Covenant along the way. And then you open up this door and I think it was Mendoza falls out. He lands in your arms and you're just like, what's going on? You bring him in, you lay him down, you pet, you know, and then you find Jenkins' helmet. You play the reveal of the Flood. The most intense thing. Now, hold on. Before I get going about the flood. That opening cinematic... The whole cinematic about what went on with through the eyes of Jenkins was awesome. And you know, I have so much... I love it. And after reading the book and what Jenkins went through as a flood... Oh, God. Poor kid did not deserve any of the shit he got. Not at all. Nothing. Uh-uh. So with that the biggest enemy the worst enemy of Halo is now presented to us the flood lovely the fucking flood and then this is where hell breaks loose cuz you have tons of uh, popcorn as i call them the popcorns are coming out just blowing out doors and all this I think goes through three door rotations and then the final door that you came in gets blown open and here comes your first Combat form in elite combat, two or three elite combat forms jump in, you kill them. Now, you have to make sure that that freaking center pod is dead because the first time, like, I gunned them down, they stood up. I was like, Mm-mm, No, you don't know, son of a bitch. Because in Halo 2, if you do it just right, the whole body just goes, Psh! you know, so you didn't have to worry about it. So I'm going from 2 to 1, I'm going, why, 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 come on. So, going about that, you're running through the level, and you can get lost. I got lost in this level at least several times, I'm not even joking. And, you know, we do that. And this, I was on edge so much with this level, because at first it was just, oh, they can know how to swing and hit you, that's pretty easy to deal with. You go down an elevator, next thing you know, they got freaking guns. They're shooting at you. You're like, oh my god, why did this get worse? Why? (laughs) So, you know, you play through the level. You meet up with more Marines. You go through the swamps. And, I mean, it's self-explanatory. But the build-up alone, I mean, the blood, the corpses, the weapons, all that. It was just so... It would get your sensation of your hair standing on edge so well. And I loved... I love Bungie for the creative writing they did on this level and the music they played. It was so eerie and so awesome. I still, to this day, I hate the on Flood levels and I hate Halo CE Flood levels. Because the next level was the worst. Because at the end of this level you met 343 Guilty Spark and he'd just be like, we need to contain this. protocol must be followed. teleport you to the library. Do I need to really say much about the library? Besides, oh wow, this is a big level. Yep. That's a big level of fuck. I remember going through and just trying to be fast with it. Running and gunning. And I actually got lost the very first time playing it. I took a left instead of following the indication arrows on the floor. And it was so bad. The defense sections were horrible because there's so many... I'm so happy about those glitches I found out about where you can just wait and they'll spawn a couple, and you'll actually be able to get through it. So, that being said, we're going through the library. You're dealing with it. You're going through the little tunnels underneath. You have the freaking flood spores everywhere. I hate the flood spores. I'm sorry, the popcorn is annoying. The bigger, the big bags, the bag poppers. I hate them. I hate them to death. They're so annoying because 'cause they're around a the corner. You turn there like shit Boom. So if you weren't paying attention in those tunnels you had to take later on, you would lose your shields and you might get eaten by the uh, by the popcorn. So you know, you're going up. You have to take what three elevators up. This is what made this level so long was because of those freaking elevators. They moved so slow. Hated it. But, you know, each level 2, the weapons and the intelligence of the flood would get smarter. If you get a shotgun, man, you grab that fucking shotgun and you ran with it. Because, I'm telling you now, F them. Assault rifles did jack shit. Pistols would only work on headshots. The shotgun did an okay job. I would take frag grenades and deal with them. Now, what I would say is, though, I did eventually learn to keep a shotgun and an assault rifle that whole level because the assault rifle would take out the popcorn and then the shotgun would take out the combat forms so that was always fun. The worst thing I remember is what right near the end when you're about you're getting close to the end of it you turn down this hallway and here is this motherfucking asshole of a flood with a rocket launcher if you didn't pay attention the next thing you know is you'd have a rocket in your face And that's the truth. Fuck that goddamn combat form. Every time. Higher levels, he was almost pinpoint accurate. So you had to have a grenade going down that way to blow him up. Before you even get any farther. So, honestly... Ugh. Fuck the flood. Fuck the flood. I hate him. (laughs) So you get done with that. Right? You get the index. You go back to the control room. He's just... Well... At this point in time, something of my qualification cannot be here as much as the unification of the index with the core. So, you know, you're about to start it. And you got to remember, too, who you left behind for hours. She even says that. She's been watching for hours as that thing gets ready to slit our throat. I actually thought at this point in time this was the best voice acting of Cortana in Halo CE. Jen Taylor did a great job on it. So... I, I could just hear how pissed Cortana was when she did that. And it was funny as hell. So, you know, here we go. You know, we're, we're dealing with whatever of these. We're about to start the index, you know. It starts up and it comes down. He's like, ah, that doesn't happen. Cortana, I'm here. <laughs> she basically posts on all my, I am here. <laughs> and so we go from there. Two betrayals start, you're fighting those fucking sentinels. And you so okay, a sentinel fight, boom, got it. Whatever. You go through, you're having to kill Covenant, pushing, still trying to get in the control room. But now is the worst part. You have the Covenant and the Flood locked in combat. There's not really a way you can sneak out past control room. So, you know, you get your weapons, you work your way down. Um you work your way down the tower. Go back out. Now, if you go all the way to the left on the tower near the bottom, there are rocket launchers. So that does come in handy. Um, you know, so you basically backtrack through the part, almost all the level, this part of the level. Eventually, you get back into a banshee. And now you're tasked with stopping the firing sequence. And this is walking into a core with your shields and going... <clears throat> You know, that was basically it. I mean, really, this this level, this is the point of the game where I think it just kind of teetered off. Um, Bungie couldn't figure out how to end it well, so they started replaying levels. So, okay, here we go. We're backtracking all the way through to the last generator. You know, so you basically you were all the way back to where Zulu was. That That's quite the haul back. You know, you're dealing with a flood. Combat was, yes, it was fun and intense the whole way back. I loved it. But the story kind of just flatlined out here. And objectively, where was more of what we needed? Where was this combat? Where was this drive that we had in the beginning levels? It seems like Bungie just ran. Well, was Bungie and ran out of time. And so here we go. You know, we get done. And I'm kind of summarizing this because it's kind of boring if I talk about a repeat level. Nothing really interesting happened. You fought a couple more hunters. Woo. You fought some flood in the hallways. Woo, you know it really wasn't um, super amazing. It really wasn't, uh, you know. But you know the flood jumping in definitely made for a little, oh, a couple times there. I, I dealt with that. So now we're now we're into the next mission. I can't remember the level's name. All of a sudden, off the top of my head. Basically, you're going back to the truth and reconciliation. The flood are trying to take the ship. So, oh, wait, it was, it was called Keys. That's right, it was called Keys. And they have Captain Keys. So, you're trying to get to Captain Keys. You spawn outside his room. You can't hear him. He's in a lot of pain. He's getting tortured by the flood, you know, and you can hear it. So, so you know, we do this thing. We're right back in the ship. We can't. You can go back through the halls a little bit, and then there's this big blown out area. Funny thing a lot of people didn't realize if you try to backtrack, the game infinitely spawns flood to come after you you have to jump down that hole i have tried everything possible to get out of that and i can't pull it off so you go down you go down you fall into a pit of coolant you come out combat all underneath the ship and it is insane like i mean so you know you weasel your way through you, you know this is this was the cool part i thought before you went back up into the ship you know, you whiz your way through. You go all these flood. You fight hunters. You're going after turrets, and it's just corridor, weird angles, flood up on the rocks, elites on the rock. And honestly, I'm glad a carbine didn't exist because this would have been like prime sniper territory. <laughs> no snipers at the time made Halo One a lot easier. I thought, but man, if they added carbines or sniper rifles, whoo, that would have been tough. Um, that would have been a real a real tough level on a Legendary Difficulty. So, here we are now, and we're dealing with so much going on. Now, I thought, too, if you stayed in location for too long at times, Flood Spores would appear and just attack. And You know, the little nuances that Bungie did for showing that the Flood can be an overwhelming enemy, I thought they solidified it pretty damn well in Halo CE. Um. so what we're going to be looking at then with, with this, you know, you're continuing on you get to the part, Cortana's like, there's the grav sh- grab lift, there's the grab lift boom now you had to fight some black armored elites which we come out, well they're, they look black but they're really like black purple eventually you find out, they're spec ops elites, special operations elites there to either take the ship back or scuttle it wow I mean, wow <clears throat> I thought it was the best damn thing they ever did, was doing that. And it was so cool. Now, and these elites, man, they would fire faster. they throw more grenades faster. They were more nimble. Now, when you're going back through the ship, you're kind of taking the, the old back way. You know, the same way you took when you were in Truth and Reconciliation. But more stuff's on fire. More things are, are not working. Things are broken. You had to fight hunters in the halls again. You know, it was... It's kind of intense. You get into the hangar and there are now the one part you found when you're on the upper level, you hear Cortana go where you would let the marines through, right? Cortana was like, Look, there in the corner, the floods are piling bodies. Well, if you knew anything about the flood, yeah, they're they're accumulating biomass at that point. But we didn't know that because we didn't have more story about the flood at this point in time. Because literally just a couple months before, a couple months before Fall of Reach just came out. So you didn't know much about the flood or what their intentions were or any of that, that jazz, you know? So with that, I mean I was like, Oh, that's not a good thing. What are they doing with all the buddies in the corner? You know, you move on forward, you get through it. And this is the part I always thought sucked when you get to Captain Keys, and he is dead. He is a flood. He's a proto grave mine. I didn't know what the heck that was. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? You know, I, to me it didn't look like a grave mine because I played Halo 2. I'm like, oh, that's just ugly and you can see other officers legs at the bottom. It was it was creepy. But it was um kind of a sad end too to to um Captain Keys, when he had to smash his face in to get his neural implant for the ship. So then you had to fight back through the halls. Now, I did a little trick instead of walking my ass back down. I would actually hopefully be able to land it. So I jumped down a level, jumped down the level, and run for a a banshee. Get in the banshee and you just take off. You know, you didn't... If you angled it right with an overshield, if you could find one, and hit the the worst was going to be you were almost dead by the time you got in the Banshee. But, you know what? It was fine. Because the cutscene would make you fly off. But if you don't... If you did it the normal way, you had to fight back through tunnels, go all the way down, fight more Spec Ops elites and stuff. And The thing about the Spec Ops elites was annoying. They were accompanied by Fuel Rod Grunts. They were the most annoying little bastards. You couldn't pick up the weapon, because when they dropped it, it would overload and explode. Which I thought sucked. But... Obviously, that got fixed later on in Halo Combat Evolved uh, PC. You can use it in multiplayer. And now you can use it in Master Chief Collection, which I think is broken as fuck. But, obviously then, we're in the last mission. We're in the Maw. I actually thought the Maw was one of the best endings I've ever had to deal with on a Halo game. Halo 2's ending to me was just kind of lackluster being a cliffhanger that it was and you had to fight Tartarus if you didn't do the Banshee glitch right you had to fight Tartarus on foot I'm sorry you went through a ship got got got. you know you got all the way up into the bridge you started the countdown boom guilty sparks there and fucks you over oh all this lost time human history is it even though you know he's a freaking human Technically, because it's a composed human. And, you know, it's just so weird that you have to go all the way through. you had to fight to engineering and destroy the engines. That engine part, I thought, was the coolest fucking shit. Because you had to be either good with a rocket or good at, you know, A, good with a rocket or grenade. B, good at jumping. Because sometimes you had to land on the coupling and then jump back up and hopefully not fall. You could do this pretty fast if you knew what to do. Now, on higher difficulties, it was a challenge because you had to deal with the sentinels that would come over top. That's what made it so intense. is they added more fire, the closer the engine became critical. So, if you grabbed a rocket and a plasma rifle, you can actually deal with a lot of these enemies pretty damn fast. So, anyways, here we are now. We're, we're at this point of, okay, wh- what are we gonna deal with next? All right, um, I'm gonna. Okay, got this engine. Got this port. Got this one. The fourth one goes. That thing lit up. Everything was on fire. Now, if you were on the wrong side, you had to run through fire, literally, to get to the other side. I'm sorry. So you had to remember that side too. And it was. And if you dropped down, you lose health. You had to work your whole your whole way back up. I can't tell tell you how many times on the final vent, I'd shoot it, I'd go for the jump, I would mess up the jump, and I would fall all the way back down and it was awful sometimes I would die too because if my health was low I would die especially higher difficulties so Bungie made that level traversing it, there was something about that level to this day objectively it was well designed it was thought out on how to deal with it subjectively freaking level was intense yo they had an infinite spawn point at the top of each of those ramps for the flood you had to literally shoot and push through. You couldn't just shoot and wait. You had to shoot and push through. It was just something else, man. And that's what made that part of that level so cool. And then you had to take the the elevator up, you know. And if you had a rocket, you could take care of all those Spec Ops elites and stuff that came down that lift pretty fast. Um, if you didn't, be good with grenades, basically. So you clear that. You go up the lift. Things are exploding. Things are on fire. You're calling for Echo 419 for an extraction at an outside port bridge, apparently, on a spaceship. News to me. Bungie just redesigned a whole ship all of a sudden. Um. So then the Warthog run would start. That Warthog run and having a timer made that level so intense and awesome. I loved every second of it. Because, man, I'll tell you, when you're trying to power drift around things, taking shortcuts, jumping over stuff, and that huge cavern jump with the Warthog as well, just so freaking cool. And if you floored it the whole time, you could actually land wrong and get thrown out of the Warthog. Or crushed by the Warthog. That has happened to me. You know, obviously we get to the part where Echo 419 is getting shot down by the Banshees, which (sighs) sad. I usually skip it because it saves me like about 30 seconds on my timer so I'm flooring it you know going going doing all those doing swerves doing drifts taking the shortcut tunnels if I could drift it just right so there was a lot going on in that level and things exploding flood running around the um, spec ops elites and stuff trying to get out of the ship and running because they knew everything was going critical Man, you you just felt pure desperation in this point, and you're running toward this long sword bomber now, or fighter, sorry, fighter, and when you get over that last jump, and you come down, and you land against all these canisters, for starters, who the hell plants canisters there, (laughs) I know it's a game, and you had to, to manually run that sucker from foot, I actually one time landed, and somehow the physics pushed the Warthog up and over, and I actually drove the Warthog the rest of the way. Xbox Original Physics, my friends, I don't know what to tell you. It was insane, though. And so here you go, you're on this deadbeat run. All oh, Things are blowing up, you're getting shot, you know, you're trying to fight a little bit your way through, and you get up on the platform to the longsword, and here's all these Flood coming after Chief, and he escapes just in time. Dun-dun-dun! Dramatic ending! <laughs> I thought it was entertaining. And that You know, here, here he is. He's boosting off. He's getting away from Halo as fast as possible. He's overheating the engines. You know? And it goes. That's it. Halo's blown up. Cortana checks. No IFFs. Well, conveniently, apparently, no IFFs. Which is a load of shit in my book. Because you know there was. And well, yeah, that that was it, you know Chief's adrift in space on a longsword great times we know what happens later on with the books, how he got back, and all this and that, but the fact of the matter is the way it ended, I thought it was great when Cortana goes, that's it Halo, the Covenant it's over and Chief goes, no, I think we're just getting started (laughs) shh The helmet comes off. and You never get the helmet reveal. Obviously the face reveal. And later on people found out. All it was is just a modeled helmet getting removed from the model of a Spartan. I'm like really. You really think they're going to detail that much in 2001? Come on. So. Here we are then. You know. End of the Halo game. On Legendary you all know about Johnson and the Gold Elite fighting. And you know. They're about to die. Johnson puts his arms out. Come here give me a hug kind of deal. Give me the hug. I need the love, man. (laughs) So, uh, overall, that campaign for Halo Combat Evolve, I think can stand up to the testament of time as a very well written story. Minus the two levels where you have to go back and repeat yourself, because that's what Bungie does. (sighs) And I just found... See, to this day, I love, 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 love the freaking um, story to it. Holds up the testament of time. Objectively, yeah, it's old, it's outdated, but there's so much... It's got good plot, it's got good plot twist, it has good direction and narration on what's going on. You add the combat, the intensity with the music, you know... The music, too, was key. Music's always been a key thing for Halo, so that, that made that game that much more entertaining in the story. So when you're, you know, you had that flood music, everyone hears it, you just instantly get the chills, and you're like, son of a bitch. So, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the multiplayer. The maps, I thought were all right. I mean, obviously, we got Blood Gulch. You got Prisoner. You got Boarding Action, uh, Chiron t 30 AT-34, you know, you have some very interesting maps. And each map had a story to go with it. Some maps sucked when you got the BTB. The only decent BTB big map would be Blood Gulch. So, I mean, there were plenty of other games out there that really jumped the map and made a scene in the Halo world. Uh, Devastation was one of them. Um, Prisoner Warlock or Warlord, whatever it was. They all made a scene for Halo. They made the presence. And then MLG coming forward, too, really helped expand that multiplayer. And um, when I say objectively, multiplayer maps were the best, no. They were not. The spawning was awful. The weapon placements were awful. It just really wasn't refined and a well-thought-out process like Halo 2's somewhat was. So, um, Overall, though, we're looking at... If I was still to rate Halo Combat Evolved today, against modern shooters, it would probably be a, a 5 out of 10. Um, the 5, namely, being the story. The multiplayer is so broken, not a lot of people enjoy it. So, but that's where we're going to place it, and, and I think that's where, it's probably a good spot to end. I mean, overall, Halo CE can stand a testament of time story-wise, but it can't stand against it multiplayer-wise. And it's sad for a Halo lover, but it is what it is. You don't start out in Halo CE anymore. You probably better to go to Halo 2 or Halo 3 to get your your first little uh, get your teeth sunk into something juicy. So, but that is the overall discussion about Halo Combat Evolved. I mean, the multiplayer is kind of eh, but I still enjoy it in the story to this day. It's just a piece of art. It's a wonderful wonderful piece of art. So, as always, If you need to get a hold of me, feel free to get at me at any of my social medias, and that is linktree, you know, link.tree, backspace, mhcosplay, and, or DM me directly, join my discord at mhcosplay, and we will talk anything and everything cosplay, Halo, Star Wars, or whatever else. So if you need anything else, don't forget to join the (laughs) forfeit.com, or even just join my discord. As always, everyone, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next drop.